This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello beautiful, welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. So first things first, I want you to make yourself comfortable. I want you to see, no matter what you're doing or not doing right now, I want you to see if you can just take a moment to, perhaps you know you're, I don't know, um, cleaning the floor while whilst listening to this episode, just see if you can just adjust perhaps your knees or your back and just, or perhaps put a, knee, uh, a pillow under your knees or something to make yourself comfortable. If you're sitting down and just doing nothing but listening to this episode and, and having a drink or something, see if you can just bring your, I don't know, light a candle or um, bring your favorite blanket or find your cat and place your cat on your lap or something and just see if you can just take that extra, make that extra effort, effort, effort to be comfortable right now, okay? I think that's that is part of self-love. I mean, you know, self-love is so many things when I think about it and it's not something that we're going to cover in the next 20 minutes. But I think that, you know, to start with, very simply, self-love is making that extra effort, you know, going the extra mile to be gentle with yourself, to be kind to yourself, to um, take care of yourself, right? I was talking about self-care to um, my friend the other day and, you know, he struggles with doing too much and I think that this is something that we all struggle with, but I think for him it's uh, perhaps even more difficult. And, you know, I mean, you know, it's become such a problem in her mind and you know and she can't take that time off for herself and she's too busy all the time and there's always something else for her to do and so she can't really get to the things that she really wants to do and so she feels unfulfilled unsatisfied super stressed overwhelmed and so on and you know that problem has become so big in her mind and yet the answer is always simple right the answer is stop (laughs) take time for yourself take time to do the things that really that are really meaningful for you right (laughs) Anyway, I do think that, you know, whenever we have a huge problem in our lives, you know, and it's just become this huge thing in our brain and it's connected to so many limiting beliefs and there's so much stuff that we need to deal with and we're like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how to start fixing this. I need to do, I don't even know, you know, so I'm not going to do anything about it. You know, the answer is always going to be very, 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 very simple. Just let go. Just let it be. Let that person live their life the way they want to and just establish some boundaries. You know, that stuff is always very simple and we just tend to overcomplicate it. Anyway, I think that's true for everyone. And and perhaps it'll take us months, years to come to that understanding for something that's extra complex and difficult, right? But um, in the end, it's always simple. I, be- I really believe that. Anyway, so let's have a sip of coffee. Oh, I just tried to um, buy some different coffee beans than what I normally get uh, from the shop and I really hated it. It was so, 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 so strong. <laughs> so yesterday I had had enough and I went back to the shop and got my favorite, uh, favorite beans. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I'm having delicious coffee this morning. Um, so um, this morning 
I want us to talk about anxiety and depression. It's something that's been on my heart for、um, three weeks now, and I knew that this episode was going to be about this topic. And、um, I am kind of puzzled by, you know, whenever I hear somebody talking about anxiety or depression, and perhaps, you know, you're in that basket. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I feel that's. Everybody, like, for, like in, this, in this day and age, everybody struggles with anxiety or depression.、Um, a lot of people are on antidepressants.、Um, we all struggle with our mind, right? And I think that often, you know, I've had clients or friends、um, not being able, I'm not too sure how to explain this, but I think that people, that's what I'm going to say. People are. Often use their depression or anxiety as excuses because it's more accepted,、um, you know, in this day and age. And, and we talk about self care a lot and blah, 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 blah. And I feel that like this conversation is, is enriching and it's powerful and it's needed in some ways. But at the same time, I feel like we're always remashing the same stuff. And I feel that depression slash anxiety is. Something that can easily be fixed. And I'm saying this with so much compassion and so much love for you if you feel that, oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, Celine, you, you know, but it's not true for me because this, this, and that. And because, you know, you don't know me, you don't know what I'm going through, you don't know who I am, you don't know what happened to me, you don't know what people have done to me. And I just want to tell you that, no, I don't know you. And I, I'm just explaining to you my perspective, and I don't mean to offend you. I just want to have a conversation with you about something that I currently don't understand. And also, I have been struggling with anxiety and depression myself. And、um, although I was never, you know,、um, you know officially diagnosed with a thing,、um, you know, I didn't, I managed to find ways to heal my mind, to stop having those difficult thoughts without having to go through. Um, you know, the usual conventional path of taking antidepressants and, and so on. And I, you know, like I, I managed to find a way to make peace with myself. And I want to have a conversation with you around that. So if you're open to that, please continue to listen to this episode. And I'd love to listen to hear from you afterwards as well.、Um, you're always welcome to get in touch with me.、Um, and if you think that, you know, what I'm talking about is, is, is crap, then, you know, you're, feel free to, to,、um, to tune out. And、um, yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. Anyway, so I want to talk to you about my understanding of, of anxiety and depression. And,、um, and I want to you know, start with that to, to start our conversation. So, anxiety or depression, a lot can be said about it. A lot can be said about you know, what's going on in the, in, on the physical level when you experience that. But I want to talk about perhaps go to the core of the issue in my perspective. So, for me, When I dig into this issue and I look at it from different perspectives and I look at how it's been affecting me or how it has affected me, perhaps, and how it has affected others around me, whether I've, you know, I know them on a personal level or I've worked with them, you know, through the business,、um, I can see that in so many ways, depression and anxiety is nothing else. But an inability, an inability, sorry, an inability to accept something. 
And so, you know, there may be this challenging thought that you have in your mind. Perhaps it's something that has happened to you when you were a child, or perhaps it's something that you're experiencing at work, or perhaps, you know, you're eating too much or not eating the right kinds of food and it's creating all sorts of issues. And and in turn, you know, you feel all of that self-disgust and self-hatred perhaps. And, you know, boil it down, boil it down, boil it down, boil it down, you know, with the lid off and on high, you know, you will find that, you know, there's an inability to accept something. You know, all of the, you know, everybody who experiences um, addiction is the same thing, right? An inability to accept something. And, you know, I, I, I made that... Um, assumption perhaps I realized that years and years ago and it's just been you know every time I I encounter another problem in my life or or I see somebody else struggling with something I just it's it's so very clear for me that it's just an inability to accept something and and we go to such extent we make such huge effort we spend so much energy trying to avoid accepting that thing you know with addiction with food with um you know uh, seeking reassurance or comfort from our partner with um you know just making excuses for our behavior or creating the most the oddest you know belief systems to try and justify those situations and I mean, it's something that's puzzling, right? Because we know that what we avoid is only going to get stronger and bigger <laughs> until we finally have the courage to um, adopt that, right? I was talking to a friend the other day who um, experienced addiction and your addiction to alcohol, and um, she has had to go through the path of, you know... Um, um, you know, like it was, it was this huge issue and, you know, everything, <laughs> like she really went downhill, like, you know, to the very bottom of the well <laughs> and had to climb back up. And, and it was so interesting, you know, and the path was so difficult for her to walk. And I, I really want to acknowledge that I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to belittle your situation or your anxiety or your depression. I'm just trying to make this as simple as possible so that you have some tools to move forward in your life. Okay. And anyway, so it was really difficult for her, but, you know, she had to come to terms with things that had happened in her life or per parts of her personality that, you know, were incredibly difficult for her to come to terms with, to come to terms with, I think that's the correct expression. But in the end, you know, the job was the same, you know, um, it had become huge and she had to deal with it because, you know, you know, like <laughs> it was that or, you know, <laughs> it was that or nothing else, you know, she had really come to the bottom and, yeah. So my point is, I, I got lost. My brain started to go in lots of different directions at once. Anyway, so my point is, it's an inability to accept something in your life. So right now, I want you to think about something that you're struggling with. It could be a part of your personality. It could be an inability to take time off. It could be something very simple like that. It could be uh, your weight. It could be um, I don't know, like something that I've always struggled with is, you know how people say that all French women are elegant and beautiful and know how to dress very simply and beautifully and beautiful, beautifully and elegantly. I've always felt that I didn't have that gift and I've always felt super annoyed by beautiful women. <laughs> and perhaps you have that one too. And so anyway, so that's perhaps what I will take in my own, um, in my own process right now. But just take something, it could be something very difficult, something challenging, some, something complex, um, or something very simple, like me being annoyed by beautiful women who dress beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And, you know, straight away, there could be some resistance already, right? Where you're like, oh, I don't want to think about this. Or, oh, no, this is too difficult. I can't handle this. I'm not strong enough. Or, oh, no, this exercise is going to stink. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to listen to what Celine says and then think, oh, you know, <laughs> she's, she's wrong. <laughs> or whatever. Pick something, anything, all right? Once you've done that, I want you to think about... Just take that thought and just hold that thought as if it was in a bubble in your mind. You can imagine, you can close your eyes if you like, and you can just place that little thought, that little belief system, that little inability to whatever, that little thing that causes you depression or anxiety, and just put it in a little bubble. And I want you to imagine that there are bubbles, um, that are not bubbles, but there are little lines or strands or cords that are connected to this bubble, right? And I want you to follow one strand. And follow this trend to the end and you will see that it's connected to a feeling perhaps. It's connected to a memory. It's connected to resistance. It's connected to anger. It's connected to something, right? So <clears throat> I want you to see how that simple um, thought is connected to other things in your mind. And so we're just... just kind of looking back and looking at how, <clears throat> excuse me, how the spider web is built, right? So um, it's not just a thought, it's something else. It's, it's, a, it's the thought and the anxiety, it's the thought and the anger, it's the thought and the shame, it's the thought and the guilt, it's the thought and um, a belief system, it's a thought and something that happened to you in your childhood, right? I want you to just kind of just look back and see how all of these thoughts are connected to each other. All of these little bubbles are connected um, to each other, right? And you don't need to get the whole picture right now. It, it's, that's not what I want you to do. Um, I just want you to just kind of just take a step back and observe how the spider web has been built in your mind. Okay. And so, you know, in so many ways, you know, when we think about um, dealing with anxiety or, or depression, we think about erasing the thoughts, erasing the belief system, erasing the emotions around that um, struggling thing in your mind, right? But I think that in so many ways, it's about reconnecting the spider web, you know, and this tiny spider web that is that challenging thing in your brain, in your mind, is, you know, connected to a, a huge, huge, huge spider web that makes you you, right? <laughs> it's a huge, huge um, yeah, web of belief systems and feelings and emotions and great memories and things that you want and things that you want to create and things that you want to experience and things that you have experienced, people that you have fallen in love with, you know, it's just this whole spider web of, of who you are, right? And so it's not so much about burning the spider web to the ground. It's about reconnecting that thought to something else that is more empowering. And of course, that is the work of Theta Healing. If you've had a Theta Healing session with me before, or if you've experienced Theta Healing before, you will know that it's not necessarily about, you know, erasing the thoughts, erasing the limiting belief and just killing the limiting belief and replacing it with an empowering belief. You will know that it's about reconnecting, you know, it's about reestablishing the connections. It's about understanding in the first place why you have that, you know, um, annoying thoughts, embarrassing um, thought that is causing you anxiety, right? So now you have a better understanding of the spider web in your mind, for lack of a better um, image. And I want you to take another step back 
and see if you can be in the space of observation, if you can observe that spider web without getting stuck into it. Because that is the very problem of anxiety or depression, that we get stuck <laughs> into, into the pattern, right? You know, we, um, this morning I was thinking about something, I was trying to meditate, and of course I got sucked into something that it was causing me anxiety. Oh, I know what it was. I had forgotten to, to record the episode for the, the podcast, for, to record this episode. <laughs> and I, I meant to do this like three weeks ago, and I kept, um, kept doing something else, and this was causing me anxiety, right? So the, uh, obviously the, the course of action was to just record the episode anyway. So uh, what was my point? So I want you to, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. So the problem with anxiety and depression is that there are so many emotions and feelings that are connected to that one simple thought, right? Does that make sense? So you have, um, let's take an example. So I dislike beautiful women um, and it's, you know, perhaps it's a fact about me. It's just, you know, it's just something, right? It doesn't have to be anything, but I'm making it into something big because I feel that I'm not beautiful enough. Um, I don't know how to dress. Um, I'm not elegant. People are judging me because I don't know how to dress. I don't know what my colors are, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then it turns into something huge, right? And, you know, I could spend years and years and years trying to avoid the fact <clears throat> that I don't feel, I don't believe that I'm beautiful enough, <laughs> or I can just deal with it now, you know? Does that make sense? So the process of dealing with anxiety or depression in my perspective, with my experience, uh, you know, with the experiences that I've had and the way that I've dealt with my own depression anxiety is to just go back to the thought, go back to the little thing that has created a huge firestorm in your brain, Right? Does that make sense? So in itself, I just want you to pay attention to that core thought. I'm not beautiful. I hate beautiful women. <laughs> um, I don't like my body. I, I don't like my marriage. I hate my job, blah, 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 blah. And I just want you to see if you can just connect that thought without getting sucked into that whole whirlwind of emotions and feelings and thoughts and belief systems and memories and blah, resistance. <laughs> okay? Because that is the core of the thing, right? To just see, oh, I hate beautiful women because I feel that I'm not beautiful enough. That is the core of the thing. And obviously we can go even deeper and I'm sure we'll, you know, uncover great things and incredible things about me and we can heal those things very simply, right? At the same time, let's just be with the thought for a moment. And the funny thing, you know, is that we spend so much effort, we spend so much energy on trying to avoid acknowledging the fact that we don't think that we're beautiful enough, for example. We spend so much energy trying to avoid that because we think that once we come to terms or acknowledge that fact, belief system, theory, then something ugly will come out, right? And and that is the core of self-love, actually, I think. You know, you know, the problem with you not loving yourself or struggling to love yourself or not loving yourself enough, I'm not too sure where you are, so I'm just going to, you know, say this differently for everyone. But, you know, the core of the problem is that there's an inability for you to accept who you are right now because you want to be different, right? So because you want different things or you want to do different things, you want to be different things than what you currently are, right? And so we all think 
that self love is down to taking more time for yourself, reestablishing boundaries,、uh, eating different foods,、um, going to self love retreats,、uh, blah 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 blah, working that with that mentor or doing a I don't know. Alternative ther- therapy session, whatever. We all think that self love is down is comes down to doing different things, being different things, right? And we can justify those things, <laughs> you know, you know, blah blah blah. But I think that really self love is coming to terms with who you are right now. And it's I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's the most difficult path that you're ever going to walk upon. <laughs> that was a very fancy thing that I just said.、Um, you know, it's not something that everybody wants to do because we spend so much time avoiding things. <laughs> we spend so much time trying to ignore things that hurt us, and we spend so much time trying to ignore yeah that stuff that is confusing, that is overwhelming, that hurts us, that makes we that makes us feel that we're not enough. Blah 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 blah, and yet. What if <laughs> we could come to terms with those things and see that? Well, yeah, you know, I don't feel that I'm beautiful, but at the same time, I know that I am. Or I know that you know, I feel that I'm not beautiful, but at the same time, you know, I'm not going to go through you know,、um, aesthetic sur- surgery. Is that how you say it in English? You know, I'm not going to go through surgery to change the parts of my body that I don't like. It's not something that is going to happen to me. It's not something that I'm willing to do. So if I can't change those things about myself, then what? Do I continue to avoid these things, or, or, or do I accept them anyway? <laughs> And that is that is that is the crux. Is that the word? That is the the core of self love, right? To see that we are strong enough to deal with those things. Of course, we are. We are strong enough to deal with the stuff that we find bothersome about ourselves and others. <laughs> so. What is the answer to our question? How to deal with anxiety and depression? Well, for me, the answer is that no matter who I am, no matter what I'm going through right now, no matter how much I'm struggling right now, I still deserve to have peace. You know, I still deserve to love myself. I still deserve to give myself a break. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get rid of my anxiety and depression by telling myself that I suck. Telling myself that I'm not、um, doing enough, being enough. I'm not going to get rid of my anxiety by belittling, belittling or criticizing myself. Does that make sense? So I know that this is a bit of a confusing episode in the sense that I haven't given you steps for you to fix your anxiety right now because I don't think that it's something that is necessary for us to do right now. I do think that acceptance is the way, right? And the only way for us to do that, I think, or that I have managed to get rid of my anxiety and depression, is to consider the spider web,、um, not consider, but acknowledge the spider web, and just be with the spider web, and see that the spider web is nothing in the end but an illusion, and that is something that comes a, a realization that comes once you have spent enough time with the spider web, and there is no other way that I know of. That you can deal with anxiety and depression, right? And you know, I'm not taking you. I'm not telling you to stop t- taking antidepressants or whatever medication you're on. If you are on medication right now, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this is what I've used to heal my stuff, and I have found it to be incredibly powerful. But it's a path that you have to walk on with a lot of commitment and determination, 
and um, steadfastness as well. You know, you have to keep at it. You know, it's not something that you're going to fix in five minutes. It's not something that I don't think it's possible to get rid of anxiety and depression in five minutes, especially if it's become something, this huge spider web, right? Something huge in your brain. So my invitation to you is to take a moment to be with the spider web. And you will see that every time you do that, the spider web becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because you're able to see the bigger picture. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you. And yeah, I'm really excited that we have the space to talk about these things because, you know, where else can we do this? You know, when we're so busy trying to deal with everything in our day to day lives, you know, and we think that we're so busy that the only um, the only answer is taking another pill. Well, you know, we have the space, you know, we simply need to take it. We have the time. We simply need to take the time. So everyone, um, I'm sending you so much love and I really thank you for um, spending this time with me. I'm really grateful to have this space with you. So I'm sending you so much love and I hope that you have an amazing uh, day and we'll speak again very soon, I'm sure. Bye. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you loved what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye! This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.